Well, hello there, friend. We've got a lot of territory to cover. You're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm evangelist Mike McCurry, the host of this program and the director of a ministry called Bible Tracks Incorporated. I'm so thankful that you have chosen to start your week off with us right here. This is one of my favorite weeks of broadcasts. We have them two, three, four, five times a year. It's a week that I get to bring you up to speed on what God is doing at Bible Tracks Incorporated. Lord willing, we will be mixing in a little bit of Bible study. We'll bring you up to speed on what God is doing at our new building. We're so excited about how quickly the work is progressing. Pray that it continues at this rate of construction. We'll be talking about some gospel tracks as well. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. Buckle up for safety. We will be moving quickly. Before we go any further, let me tell you about a gospel tract. You say, Brother Micah, why do you take the time, broadcast after broadcast, week after week, month after month, why do you take the time to tell us about gospel tracts? Well, because I believe in them. Because not too long ago, I got to sit down with a man who told me the story of how he came to know the Lord. A man out of Indiana some years ago, he said that a friend of his, a co-worker, would leave gospel tracts around their workplace. And he said it was almost like an Easter egg hunt. He was not a saved man. He was not really that interested in the things of Christ, but he liked to read the different gospel tracts. And he said the majority of the gospel tracts that this co-worker friend left had been written by Paul Levine and were from the ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. We love to hear that now. Keep in mind, this was back in the 1970s. And he said, I would kind of go around the workplace. Sometimes they were in the bathroom. Sometimes they were in the break room. All over our workspace, he would leave these gospel tracts. And I didn't let on, he said, too much that I'd like to read them. But I would pick them up. I'd read them and I'd put them back where they were. And one day, this went on for some weeks and some months, if I'm not mistaken. One day... He picked up one of those gospel tracts. The front cover looked like something he might want to read there. He picked it up. He read that gospel tract, and he was gloriously saved. He accepted the message. Finally, after reading so many of them, he accepted the free gift of salvation, and he was on his way to heaven. But what next? Well, he took that gospel tract with him. He didn't just put it back where it was. And he, as the instructions said, signed the back of that gospel tract and put his address there. And he mailed it in to Bible Tracks Incorporated. Our founder realized all the way back in the 70s, Paul Levine still had 25 years of ministry or thereabouts when this gospel tract came in. And Paul Levine sent him back a letter saying, you should go to this church right near you. He looked around and found a good church, or maybe even Paul Levine knew from memory what church would be good in that area. And for the last 40 years, that man and his wife have been attending that good Bible-believing church, have been involved in raising their children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, have been great Christian folks, all because someone left 
a gospel tract, or should I say tracts? Sometimes it takes repetition. Sometimes it needs to be said or needs to be shown again and again and again. And so in answer to your question as to why do we keep talking about gospel tracts? Well, it's kind of difficult with a name like Bible Tract Echoes. It's in the name. But in all sincerity, I believe in gospel tracts and I hope you do as well. I have one in my hand right now. I have a gospel tract I'm holding right now called Will You Live Forever? Now, if we go to the Bible for an answer to that question, we will realize quickly that the answer is unequivocally, yes, you will live forever. The question, though, and this is a big one, the question is where? It could be heaven, but the choice is up to you. You see, God does not take hostages to heaven. You will be living forever in one of two places, either in a beautiful marvelous, stupendous place called heaven, or in a dreadful, atrocious place called hell, separated from God for all eternity. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org. You can order some of this gospel track today. It has a beautiful front cover on it. The uh, silhouette of a man looking off into the distance, it's very striking. And that title, Will You Live Forever? Maybe, just maybe, you should get some of this gospel tract, my Christian friend, and leave them around your workplace. Maybe someone will pick it up, and maybe God will change their lives the way he did that man I mentioned not long ago, accepting Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. If you have questions about that question, Will You Live Forever? Maybe you're not quite sure. I'd love for you to text me. I'd love for you to get in contact with me. It would be me responding to you. It's not just some chat bot or something like that. I'd like for you to text me at 309, that's the area code, 309-316-7240. Again, that number is 309-316-7240. Four, zero. Now, let me bring you up to speed for just a moment on what God is doing at our brand new building. You see, the Lord has allowed us to uh, move our geographic location just a little while. We're still in north central Illinois, but we're moving up Highway 55 just a little bit. God allowed us to buy a building. Absolutely amazing, the deal that God let us have. Almost two acres of beautiful post-frame building. The inside is in a place where we can do whatever we want there. We're renovating it. They were putting in windows. The last I saw some very nice windows. They had some little portholes, if you would. Some very, very small. They might have been 18 inches by a foot or so. And we were looking at those. Those windows aren't quite big enough. And so we put in some bigger windows and we're working on relocating the loft, the mezzanine area and putting in a founder's room. One of the desires that I had in my heart as we went into this new building was to have a place with Paul Levine's name on it. Now, this is not about man worship. This is not about some weird hero worship or anything like that. But can I tell you, Paul Levine, our founder, left us a good legacy. And I think he should be remembered for that. And so we're putting in a founder's room and all those different types of things. You know how it goes when you're doing work like that. You have plumbing and electrical things. And we're putting in a little bit of a new kitchenette area and break room type thing and a little bit of a sitting area. We're excited about all of these things. I'm going to ask you specifically to pray 
for us. Now, this week is a special one for me because, as I mentioned, we get to bring you up to date on what God is doing at BTI. And I'd like to read for you, if you'd allow me, a portion of our brand new bulletin. Now, let me tell you about our bulletin, our newsletter. This one is from the last season or so. It's called International Impact. This particular newsletter we put out about four or five times a year or so. We'd like to do it even more just because it's so much fun to tell people about what God is doing. But right now, it comes out about four times a year. And on the front cover, it has what looks to be a plethora of road signs. It's one of those poles that has all these arrows coming off of it, some pointing to one pointing to San Francisco and Panama. How about Honolulu and New York, Wellington and Calcutta and Melbourne and Sydney and Hong Kong and Cape Town and all these places all around the world and it has a little mile marker or kilometer marker telling you how far from those particular places this particular post, this particular sign is. One of the most amazing things about Bible Tracks Incorporated is that by the strength and power of God, we've had occasion to make an international impact for His glory. I'm going to open up this front cover here and point out a quote that we included by William Carey. Many would recognize him as a missionary to India. He said this, To know the will of God, we need an open Bible and an open map. We've got to reach the world. Over 2 million people across our world don't have a single portion of scripture in their native tongue. William Carey, I think you had that right. Let me give you a short thought that I included here in this newsletter. Listen now. Growing up the son of a church-going, Bible-believing, United States Army officer, it came with some perks, being served large helpings of discipline, conscientiousness and patriotism well that was all a given but that's not all i could regale you with tales of being woken up in the wee hours of the morning to learn drill and ceremony with my two younger brothers but looking back those guttural barked commands like attention parade rest about face and present arms those were just preparing uh, those three young boys myself and my two younger brothers to serve in the Lord's army. I could even reminisce about becoming the quote-unquote man of the house in my pre-teens as my father served on multiple 12-plus month deployments. But I wouldn't change how I was raised for anything. As I ponder my upbringing, some of my fondest memories are of traveling as a family. At the beck and call of Uncle Sam, we moved eight times in my first 18 years of life, and as a result, I've been to more countries than some have been states. In good church after good church, across continents and time zones, a tiny flame for world evangelism was sparked and fanned. Now, God has seen fit to continue what he began in a little boy's heart through the work of Bible Tracks Incorporated, or BTI, and the worldwide mission that we've made our goal, namely this, the word of God to all the world. Friend, that phrase is not a cliche. We don't pay homage to lofty ideas and publications like this and spend the subsequent months sitting idle 
Our hands are to the plow, our nose is to the grindstone, our neck is in the yoke, and our eyes are on Christ. I have an invitation for you, friend. Will you join this merry band? Is God possibly speaking to you about partnering with us so that you too may make an international impact? Please, don't allow this moment to pass you by. I beg of you, in all sincerity, listen to every second of this week of broadcasts and examine yourself. What would God have you do today? It might be that you should order Bible tracts so that you too can enlist in the work of the Great Commission. Maybe God has laid on your heart to invest in this great work by giving a financial gift. Possibly you feel burdened to pray for lost souls and the work of BTI on a daily basis. Regardless, 1 Thessalonians 5.24 tells us plainly, Faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. Today, I call you to attention. God is calling each of us to make an international impact. Are you listening? I'd like to invite you to be a part of every day of this week here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, You can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.